This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hey, hey, everyone. I thought we would have a conversation today about something that I've been avoiding talking about on the show because I feel like everybody talks about this thing. And I was like, what do I really have to contribute in this area? But I I do feel at this point like I have some things to say on the topic of the morning routine. Yeah, the morning routine. I think it was probably about like four or five years ago that people started asking me this when I would go on to be a guest on another podcast. And I always thought it was such a funny question because I would just kind of wake up and the day would take off. I always had a long to-do list of things to do that I was really excited about doing. And so I would just dive into working on that. Fast forward to today when I've had, you know, a few cycles of burning out, my morning looks way, way different (laughs) than it used to. And I still wake out of bed often with this like, I don't know, anticipation of all the things that I want to do in the day. But I realize and recognize now that without creating some boundaries between myself and that to-do list, that it's not sustainable to actually get the things done. And so I've started adding little things into my morning that support me in being able to show up to do the work that I love and to be the best mom that I can be and best partner and friend that I can be and so that I can show up here as well. Now, because I have two little kids and I often find when my anxiety is high, I feel it the most in the morning, I really struggle to get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym for an hour and then meditate for 30 minutes and do this like hour-long skincare routine. That just doesn't feel like it's happening for me right now. And I'm so happy for the other people who are able to get up at that time. I've tried it. It just doesn't feel sustainable in this season for me. And so I've kind of come to accept that and instead had to find little ways to add things into my morning routine that I can do while the kids are there and that I can do in a shorter amount of time. So I don't know if you're somebody who's an early riser and you have that nice long period of time before you start work in the morning, then when you're creating a morning routine, it might look much different than the morning routine that I'm working with right now. So The first thing I want to say for anybody who's wanting to sort of refine what their morning looks like and who doesn't just want to roll out of bed and get carried away with the day is as I'm speaking to really reflect on what will work for you, recognizing that what's going on in my life is different than what's going on in your life and what's going on in your life is different than what's going on in her life. In anything, 
when we're talking health and wellness, it's really important to identify what's going to work for you. Otherwise, it won't be sustainable, you won't enjoy it, and you won't be filling your cup in the way that you need it most. So taking everything I say today and just think, is that something that would feel good for me? Is that something that would feel supportive? And maybe you have to try it out first in order to determine whether or not it's for you. So let's dive in and talk a little bit about what my morning routine looks like and why I feel like it has been so important to have some of these things in place. So often our lives are busy and full of a lot of incredible things. Maybe for some people you're like in a lot of things that don't feel that incredible, but whatever is going on in your day, for me, like it's really important to move through my day from a place of choice and being mindful about how I'm spending my time, who I'm spending my time with, what I'm working on in that time. And that requires a certain level of consciousness, awareness, being mindful. There are a lot of things out there that can distract us, whether that's our phones or an email coming through or a request from somebody that needs something from us. And so if we're not really clear on what is important to us and what we require, it's very easy to start living a life that's essentially not exactly aligned with how we want to be living our life. Taking some time in the morning for yourself and those first you know, few minutes or hours of the day and really giving yourself permission to do the things that support you the most allows you to show up for the rest of the day in a really beautiful way. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L com slash Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best 
friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at L-O-L-A-V-I-E.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. So for me, a lot of my morning routine is about setting the stage for how I want to show up for the day. One of the first things that I do when I wake up in the morning before my mind starts thinking, 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 and all of the thoughts come flooding in is I say to myself, today is going to be a great day. Today is going to be a great day. I set the stage for it to be a great day, no matter what shows up. And of course, we're not in control of that, but it allows me to hold a certain perception of what is to come, right? Even if there's challenges, there's lessons. Even if there's dark moments, there's going to be a lot of light as well. The next thing that I do is I pull the blinds up in our room. I am somebody who's so impacted by light. My husband always laughs. We've moved so many times over the last few years. And one of the first things I'm looking for in any space that we're living in is how is the light? Is there light? So whether, you know, in the spring and summer, that's going outside for a couple of minutes and just like letting the sun hit my face. I'm laughing because it's sunny right now in Vancouver, but it's usually raining here. So that is very few days. But regardless, even if it's cloudy and rainy, it is getting that natural light into the space. Then I make our bed. We make our bed. It's funny. When Scott makes the bed, he actually just makes his half of the bed, which I find... (laughs) so ridiculous. When I make the bed, I make our entire bed for both of us, but both of us are on the same page. We like our room at the start of the day to be like neat and tidy and to feel fresh. The light's coming in. Literally at this point, you guys, my morning routine has taken two minutes, right? So we've woken up. Today is going to be a great day. The blinds are up and I've made the bed. We also only have two of those fancy decorative, is that how you say the word? Decorative pillows on our bed (laughs) because if we have more, it's unlikely for the bed to get made. So yeah, it's pretty simplified and minimalist in our room. Then it's brush your teeth, which doesn't sound that special, but these are like the little things that get me going on the right foot. Brushing the teeth, I found my day just feels better when I get dressed right away. When I put on an outfit that is going to allow me to show up for the day in a way that I feel good, if I'm going to have Pilates or be doing a workout, sometimes I will put my workout gear on first thing in the morning to just minimize the boundary that I have to actually showing up to do the thing later on in the day. And luckily with my job, I can wear workout gear for my coaching calls. So it's kind of a win-win. I'm lucky in that way. But getting dressed before I go downstairs. The next thing is before anything else goes in my body, I have a nice big glass of water. And I have been doing this for years. I swear by it. I think that it has improved 
my skin. I think it has improved my overall hydration levels and clarity. I mean, I cannot tell you, I tell this to every single person, start your day with a glass of water. It's not complicated. It's so simple. What some people have started doing that I love is that they're filling up their coffee cup or their travel to go coffee mug with water. And so in order for them to be able to get that morning coffee, they have to drink the water that's in the mug first. I thought that was genius. So I'll just throw that out there. But having that glass of water, you can do it with lemon. You can add your chlorophyll drops in it, whatever you want to, whatever you want to add to it. I just usually have mine plain, to be honest. And Scott has started doing this as well, which I love. And it's just a great way of sort of setting the stage for your digestive system as well. So I have water first before anything else. Now, in the last two weeks, I have also been doing this. I'm rolling my eyes at myself right now. I have been having 16 ounces of celery juice on an empty stomach. This is where I'm at in the whole anxiety journey is I'm open to and willing to try anything. I realize that figuring out a solution is most likely going to be a number of different things coming together. I've had a few different people recommend that I try this protocol. And I know that, you know, some people love it and swear by it. A lot of people have told me really incredible stories and other people roll their eyes and are like, this is the most ridiculous thing and so taboo of anybody in health and wellness to have celery juice in the morning. But hey, I'm going to try it and I'm down with it and I'll keep you posted on how it works. That's not a normal part of my morning routine, but it is something that I'm doing right now. And I have to say, there is something about juicing some veggies in the morning that just feels right for me. I'm loving having that moment to do that for myself. And even like going through and washing the equipment and stuff after, I don't know, there's something really meditative about it. And it feels like I'm giving to myself in a really great aligned way. So I'm going to be trying this for four weeks. I'll report back and let you know how I'm feeling. Uh, It's not a normal part of my routine, but something that I'm doing right now. It's not until this point, so now say we're probably about 20 minutes in to the morning. Feels like I've done a lot, haven't I? But no, these are all teeny tiny little things. So we're 20 minutes in. I've had my water. My bed is made. I'm dressed. I'm downstairs. I still have not checked my phone at this point. I do not touch my phone first thing in the morning unless there's a message from basically my mom. (laughs) That's the only person I would check. Otherwise... I like to start my day without my phone controlling me. And so at this point, I might check my phone and do a quick sweep of the email to make sure there's no emergencies and to make sure, you know, there's no messages from clients. Then the phone goes down again and (laughs) I'm completely fine with putting my phone down at this point, to be honest. And I'll have breakfast. So my breakfast usually looks like oatmeal with berries pumpkin seeds, maybe a bit of yogurt added in there, or peanut butter toast with hemp hearts. That's my standard go-to breakfast. I'm not a big eggs girl. And then on the weekend, sometimes we'll make croissants or pancakes or we'll do eggs and I'll end up having something different. But my kind of go-to breakfast would be the oatmeal or the peanut butter toast with hemp hearts. And then I head over to my supplementation station. Yeah, this is another... (laughs) 
(laughs) piece where either you're into supplements or it's not really your thing and there's no right or wrong. For me, I just love the idea of giving my system that extra little boost And so I take my anti-anxiety medication in the morning. I have omega-3s with DHA. I take a probiotic from – well, how about I make a list and I'll link to all of the supplements that I take. And then I've been using the Array Calm blend as well. If I'm making myself a decaf coffee, so I'm only drinking decaf at this point. I know it's so boring, but it's what my body needs. I will add in some chaga or something supportive like ashwagandha, something supportive, again, to the nervous system. Everything right now is about regulating that system of mine. (laughs) And so I love adding in these little bumps or boosters into anything that I'm drinking. So it's like, how can you elevate your coffee? How can you elevate your tea? How can you elevate what it is that you're putting in your body just to support you that much more? The reality is, is that we're so stressed right now and that there are a lot of people who are running around doing 500,000 things, feeling a lot of pressure around what's going on in the world right now. And our bodies need all the support and love and care that they can get. That really starts with the way that you speak to yourself in the mirror (laughs) day to day as you go throughout your activities. And then we continue to do that through the way that we nourish ourselves. And nourishment is everything from the food that we eat, the supplements that we take, the people we surround ourselves with, the environment, you know, that we spend time in, the work that we do, there's lots of different ways that we nourish ourselves. So at this point, we're probably about 45 minutes in in the morning. By the way, my kids have been here the whole time. Like they most likely woke me up in the morning. They've been in and out while I was getting dressed. They're having breakfast at the same time as me. They're helping me make my celery juice. This hasn't been a serene, peaceful environment up to this point, just so I'm painting a clear picture here. They're having their multivitamin in the morning with me. At this point, I will take, you know, if if I've dropped them off at school or that type of thing, when I come home, the first thing that I do is my meditation, which is around 30 minutes. I often feel quite a bit of resistance around actually getting there, but this is the moment when I have time to do it. So straight to my meditation cushions, I sit down, I do a meditation. I don't think I've actually told this to you yet, but Last week, I started my meditation teacher training with a company called The Path that are based out of New York. I'm really excited. I have a pod that I'm working with where we're going to practice meditations together, and it is three other women who are all just incredible. And so I've been, you know, practicing different meditations myself day-to-day, and then in that group as well. So that morning routine that I just mentioned probably takes about an hour and a half. Most of it includes my kids within it and my husband. And then the meditation is the 25 minutes where I love the analogy of a glass of muddy water. And when you let that glass of muddy water sit for an extended period of time, the sediment and debris in the water starts to sink 
to the bottom and you're left with a much more clear water. A lot of the gunk starts to just move to the bottom. And for me, not always, but a lot of the time, that's what meditation does for me. It clears the path and it allows some of that sediment to settle on the bottom. So for me, meditation is a daily practice. Of course, I miss here and there. And I know that it's something that a lot of people have started asking me about. So I'd love to do another episode on how to start meditating and where to even begin. But if you're interested, you can check out something like Insight Timer or Calm or Headspace. I personally love Insight Timer. They just have a great timing function on there that I use when I'm not doing a guided meditation. And then when I want a guided meditation, they have tons of awesome guided meditations, which I'll also share in the notes below. But Sarah Blondin, for example, is one of my favorites to listen to. So that can be a beautiful way to start your day. If there was something I was to add to my morning routine and something that I will be working on adding in, it would be movement, movement of some sort. So I'm really into Pilates and walking at this stage. And so I'm thinking that I will work on adding in 20 to 30 minutes of like a Melissa Wood health workout of some sort. I think that's a piece that would be, you know, really instrumental in giving me that extra boost in the morning. So that's something that I'm going to work on adding in. And I've identified that in order to do that, I'm not going to be able to start doing my client coaching calls until 10 a.m., which feels tricky because I have people who want the 9 a.m. spot. But in order for me to be able to show up consistently and sustainably as a coach, I need this time for myself and I'm just not in a place where I can get up at 5 a.m. right now and that's okay. So I'm going to start my day a little later and have that time in the morning to really fill my own cup so that then I can give to others. So here's my question for you in regards to your own morning routine. Maybe you already have one. Maybe you don't have one at all, and that's totally okay. If you were to think of one thing that would feel really supportive to you to add in in the morning, what would it be? And we're just going to start with one thing. When we try to do a complete overhaul, it often feels way too overwhelming. We're just trying to hack too many habits all at once. So I highly recommend picking one thing really adding that into your routine over the course of a couple weeks or or even a couple of months, and then layering in the next piece once you're feeling solid with that. So you might start off by, I'm going to make my bed every morning. I'm going to get up and I'm going to make my bed. That's going to be the first thing that I'm going to get used to. And then I'm going to have water first. Before I have my coffee, before I have my breakfast, I'm going to have a big glass of water. And you add that in. And just piece by piece, you know, over the course of a year, you slowly, slowly but surely evolve that morning routine into something that feels really nourishing and really inspiring. I don't want it to feel like this big to-do list that you have to get through. 
if it starts to feel like that, then it's probably adding more stress into your life than support. So really think about what would feel nourishing and what would feel supportive. I also forgot to talk about the cold showers that I have. I don't do those every morning, but probably every second morning, I have a very quick two to three minute cold shower. There's another episode on that, which I'll link to in the show notes. And you can listen all about why I do that and the benefits of it. Again, it's just two to three minutes. So I'm all about like short but potent things that you can do for your wellness. Okay, a few ideas that I'll leave you with to sit with and to think about whether or not they would feel right for you as you head into the week in regards to your morning routine. So the first is starting off the day, just thinking today is going to be a great day. Pulling your blinds up, letting light in the room, whether that's your bedroom or your space in some capacity, could also be something like putting on some essential oils or using a room mist or lighting your favorite incense, whatever feels right to you, but setting the stage of your space. Making your bed, brushing your teeth, get yourself dressed, then go downstairs or go into your kitchen have a big glass of water, you can elevate that a little bit by adding chlorophyll drops or adding in some lemon flavoring that you like. Have that before any coffee, tea, or food. And then also leaving your phone. This is just a possibility. Maybe it's not for you, but leaving your phone in a different space. Just giving yourself a moment before you welcome everybody in your phone into your personal space. Having breakfast, I'm a big fan of breakfast. I'm not necessarily a big fan of breakfast foods, but I'm a big fan and supporter of having breakfast in the morning and really boosting your metabolism, starting your day off with nourishment for your mind and your body. You could add in a supplement. You could try meditation. You could move your body a little bit. You could write or journal, you could light a candle, you could text somebody that you love to let them know that you're thinking of them. You could spend 10 minutes organizing your day so that you have a mindful, conscious plan as to how you want to move through your day. My recommendation would be to pick one thing, just one thing to start with, and then come back to this episode again. You can put it in your calendar to tune into it again for reminders and then to add another layer in after that. I hope this was helpful today, and I'm shocked actually at how much of a morning routine I actually have. It goes by so quickly that it really, it doesn't feel like a routine. It just feels nourishing and like what I do. But when I really start to break it down, I realize I do have a routine. I would love to hear what you are doing over on your side or what you're going to try this week. So if you could take a screenshot of this episode and then with the copy, just tell me, you know, your favorite part of your morning routine or something that you're going to try today. This week, you could take a picture of yourself having that first glass of water or your bed once it's made, whatever it is. I just love to be part of your day and to hear how these episodes are changing things for you or supporting you in thinking about things a little bit more differently. I hope you take whatever resonates and lands with you, leave the rest behind, and I hope you have the most beautiful week I am right here with you. If you need anything at all, I'm only a DM away. 
Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Rob Talks community at Rob Talks, And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.